Cora Linda here, and welcome to my podcast. Filmmaking, actually. Ta-da! <laughs> I wanted to drop in kind of a little bonus episode. I feel like I may have talked about this a little bit um, in some other episodes, but I kind of feel like it should be its own thing. I'm dropping it right between part one and part two of our interview with Mary Jameson because she's talking about acting, and this is very relevant to that. We do talk about some casting red flags in her interview, um, but I really wanted to go into this um, mainly because I had just seen something on Facebook (laughs) um, and that kind of inspired an episode. The short version is there was a casting call posted for a film with major Hollywood talent. I'm going to say their names because if you see a casting call for this film, you should know what's happening. It is allegedly starring Dean Cain and Kevin Sorbo. Now, I have no idea if they're producing it. I have no idea if they're involved in the production in any way. So please do not take this as something saying Dean Cain or Kevin Sorbo are bad because that's not the context. All we know is that Dean Cain and Kevin Sorbo, who are union actors, as far as I know, um, are in this film, uh, feature film. So this casting call got posted that has pretty much it looks like every other role it it was something like 20 or 30 roles like it was a ton of speaking roles non-speaking roles just so many parts with zero pay for any of them this is a film with dean kane and kevin sorbo even at this stage in their career these are not cheap actors (laughs) these are i mean unless they're coming in and like kind of doing a for fun cameo as themselves like there's a little girl in it and dean kane comes in it's supposed to be like the late 90s and it's like oh my god it's dean kane you know and he smiles and waves and that's it maybe he's doing that for free maybe he's doing it for like a thousand dollars or whatever that's different if it's starring them they are actively on set we're talking SAG film. We're talking hours and hours and hours. This is not somebody, oh, I didn't have the money. Um, so if production can afford that, if if production can afford these name actors, um, and I, I will say, I know I try to be very positive and uplifting in these. I have very little patience for productions that take advantage, especially of actors, because so many people want to be actors and they will do whatever it takes to get there and they will you know they'll try and they'll show up and they'll they'll do oh it's free okay that's fine well it's got Dean Cain I should do it and it makes me mad because it's taking advantage of people and they're in a these producers are in a, a powerful position and they're using their power in a bad way and that makes me very frustrated so I apologize in advance if I have any sort of David Rose sub energy (laughs) coming through as I speak. So this is going to be a short episode. I'm going to get to the point. If production can afford them, they should have the budget to pay the other cast. Having a low budget where everybody is coming in at low or no rate on deferred pay, you know, that's one thing. Having major Hollywood talent and not paying anyone else, that's inexcusable. If they don't have the budget to pay you, that means either pay the actors. That means either A production didn't raise enough money to make the movie in the first place, which means that there's a big risk that they didn't raise enough money to hire anybody, meaning proper crew, safety teams. And I'm not just talking about COVID safety. I'm talking about like this poster has a girl on a bicycle. Is there going to be a stunt coordinator there? Is there going to be a set medic there? Um, Any other stunt team that should be a part of this proper scheduling who who did their schedule did they hire an experienced first assistant director first ad who could make a good schedule or did they just have their next door neighbor's babysitter's friend do it who's in film school for free for the opportunity 
Even things like proper meals or production insurance. I mean, I've seen seasoned line producers try to tell me that production insurance is a contingency item. Production insurance goes on your budget or you should not be making a movie. Or production actually raised enough money, but it's being hoarded by someone. So one person's making a ton of money and other people are being asked to work for free. So if you have producers who are getting paid, the talent should be getting paid because the producers are going to make a profit and the talent is never going to see it. So, um, and to be clear, deferred pay is a thing. It is an option. I've paid people deferred pay before, both in a contract and where they then actually got paid. Like it, it does happen. It is not a unicorn. But if production isn't allocating the budget properly, and all it said was no pay, not deferred, not back end points, nothing, just you will receive zero cash for your work on this film, then are they going to be having the things in place to provide the work environment of a film? Most likely, there's no money allocated for that either. Either way, this film is for profit. It clearly is going to get distribution. And both the investors and the film owners will make a profit on it. And if the investor wants to get a big profit, the investor should be covering the bases. If they aren't willing to cover the bases, they need to give up some of their back end and have that cover the deferment of the money they weren't willing to put in up front because other people are putting in their time and effort. And believe it or not, that has value. So um, again, as this casting call says, no pay, not even deferred pay, that means that someone stands to make a profit while all these people use their resources, their time, their talent, provide their skills as actors for free. Even if they're learning and the experience is valid, if someone's going to profit off a person learning, the person making a profit should at least be in fair exchange with those who are doing the work to make the profit. I mean, like full transparency, we have an intern, they're in college, they're getting school credit, like they are getting something for, of value on top of their actual work. Once they are out of school, we have a position ready for them and we are looking to hire them and they will be paid. <laughs> like those are different circumstances than I'm going to make a multi-million dollar movie and you're going to come work for me for free and I'm not going to pay you. That's very different. So, um, you know, as someone who produces lots of films, someone who reviews a lot of resumes and reels, I do a lot of casting on our projects. Um, if only like if I'm directing and going through the final tapes, having a bit part in a big film, that's not, it's, just, it's unfortunately not going to give you massive exposure. Um, unless you're going to have a major speaking role that's at least like a full scene or several scenes across from one of the stars, you know, you can put it in your reel, you can use it for major self-promotion later. No one I know watches a movie and then goes, hey, that kid number three on the bike was brilliant. Let's find them and cast them in our next film. And that's not to say that no one ever gets discovered on a part like that, but it is very, very rare. And you're not going to, you know, I'm not going to pour through a resume and be like, oh, you were kid number three? What movie is that? You know, who who else was in that movie? Like, that's just not going to happen. Working for experience is valid. Needing footage for your reel or roles on your resume is valid. But if someone can afford Dean Cain and Kevin Sorbo, they can or should be at least able to afford to pay you federal minimum wage. At least. And if they can't, there's a huge risk that they are mismanaging their budget and they aren't covering things that could be an actual risk to your safety or your well-being, such as set safety or production insurance or just doing things on set. They're going to make the experience absolute crap, like a horrible shoot schedule or no real meals. 
Don't let yourself be professionally taken advantage of while someone else makes a really nice profit off of your work. If this was some small, no-name feature, that's different. But these are highly recognizable union actors with weight in Hollywood. Cast and crew should be getting paid for this. That's all. When someone says no pay, take a look at it, see why, realize that anything at that scale that isn't paying, something's wrong. Either they have the money and somebody's keeping it, or they don't have the money and that's dangerous. Uh, And yeah, there's better projects out there for you, I promise. All right, that's it. Thanks for coming to my auxiliary TED Talk. (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to Filmmaking Actually with Coralinda, Space Dream Productions podcast. Subscribe to us on any or all the podcast platforms, but we especially recommend our sponsor, Anchor. If you like what you hear, leave us five-star ratings and positive reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps more listeners like you discover the show. But the best thing you can do if you really like the show is tell a friend. Want to leave a comment or ask a question? Email at filmmakingactually at gmail. Dot com. This is Spacey speaking. That's not really my name. My name is Spacey and I'm speaking. And we'll see you next time.